0: Welcome to the Gospel Ministry of Exchange Church. Thank you for connecting with us for our Bible talk today and please feel free to share these talks with others as well. It's our desire to connect people to Jesus and grow people in Jesus. To find out more about us, please visit our website www.exchangechurch.org.au Lord, help us to open our eyes and our hearts to focus on you today both those who are young in the kids' church and those that are a little bit older, so that we can receive something from you as we study these four verses. Okay, the first question is, how big is your God? Children, is your... Fantastic, it's this big! How big is your God? Well, when I was a little tacker, I can remember going to church with my father and we'd walk to church and what happened was we'd walk past these huge concrete silos and these silos were just so big and I said to my dad dad is God so big that he could pick up those silos they were just like those and he said yes son he's that big And I thought, whoa, what an awesome God we have that he could pick up those silos. Now, here's the thing. I was only about five years old. So my comprehension of how big God is was a little bit narrow. But I could understand if God could lift that up, that would just be amazing. In today's teaching, we're going to see how Jesus' disciples started to learn just how big God is. The first place we're going to start, and this is what we do with scriptures, children, we want to place it into context. Context is understanding what's happening around the verses we're looking at. Now, in Luke chapter 8... Jesus was travelling from town to town and he was teaching the people as well as the disciples about the kingdom of God and who he is. Now Jesus used two methods in teaching in chapter 8. The first method he used was parables. Who knows what a parable is? Yes! can be written on a piece of paper would someone like to help out a little bit more of a description of a parable maybe an older person yes Audrey I think you got it right but I didn't quite hear mum could you just yell that out Understand, exactly. A parable is a short story that helps us to understand a spiritual teaching. That's one way, and that's what he was doing in chapter 8. And then there was another way, and that was he was... Teaching through life's experiences. Other words, today we're dealing with a storm, the disciples on a lake, and this really happened. And Jesus used that as a teaching. Now let's begin Luke chapter 8, verse 22. "'One day he got into a boat and his disciples had said to him, "'Let us go across to the other side of the lake, so that they set out.' Now, the lake they're talking about is Lake Galilee. Now, this lake is also known as the Sea of Galilee. Now, there should be a photo behind us there, and that's a satellite view looking down on it. Now, one of the unique things about this lake, kids, it's 212 metres below sea level. It's really low. It is the second lowest point on this planet. The lowest point is something nearby called the Dead Sea and that's 420 metres below sea level. Now, if you drove right around that lake, it's about 54 kilometres long. That's about the same distance if you travelled from here to Ngambi. So that gives you an idea. The other thing about the lake is it's about 50 metres deep. Now, it's its depth which gives the big waves that it can have there. Now that we have seen that Jesus and disciples, they've entered the boat and he commands them to go to the other side. Now, children, here's a question for you. Jesus said, let's get in the boat, let's get to the other side. Do you think Jesus knew what the outcome was going to be and that they would get to the other side? I didn't hear that, but the answer is yes, (laughs) that he would know that he was getting to the other side. Now, let's just focus on Jesus' words in this verse let us go across to the other side, Jesus wanted to visit the other side of the lake and Jesus had a specific purpose in mind to get across, Jesus didn't say let's go for a joy ride, no he wanted to get across to the other side, Jesus had a goal and a destination and he had a plan as they hopped into that boat, then we go to verse 23 and and as they sailed, he fell asleep. And then a windstorm came down on the lake and they were filling the water, well, filling up with water and they were in danger. They set out, leaving from the west side across to the east side of the lake. Jesus goes back to the back of the boat to lie down. Now, who knows what the front of the boat's called? This will be an adult question. The bow. The bow. What's the back of the boat? Stern. stern. He went to the stern and he lied down. Now, I, it's also with some of my research, it could be expected that there was a bit of covering at the back that he lied under. Another version or another part, if you read this story in the other gospel, that says he actually laid down on a cushion. Then a fierce gale came to send it on the boat. Now, when I was 15, I went on a Christian camp out at Lake Epilock. And we did an overnight trip. And we were in these kayaks and canoes. And as we were travelling out... The waves started coming up and I became terrified. I thought, are we going to make it? We're out in the middle of the boat. Fortunately, we had life jackets on and I found it a terrifying experience. I can't imagine what was taking place with these disciples when they're on this small boat. Now, the Sea of Galilee is surrounded by a whole lot of mountains. Now, these mountains, what happens is the winds came and rushed through the mountains and they would stir up the ocean on Lake Galilee. So they'd form these great big waves. The events actually of this story makes you think there is something supernatural happening here. The timing was perfect and this wasn't just any storm, this was a storm that was supernaturally created. Okay, the word, there is actually a Greek word that they're using here to describe what's happening with the filling up of the boat. And I'm going to attempt to say it. I'm no Greek scholar. It's called siplero. And what that means is it fills up the boat completely. Now, children, one of the things when we do messages up here is we do a whole lot of research. And one of the things is we look at some of the Greek words. Why? Because the Bible, the New Testament, was written in Greek. And sometimes the English understanding isn't as clear. So we go back to the Greek to get a more of an understanding what's taking place. And what we're learning here is that the boat was filling up with water. The book of Mark also, there is an account in the book of Mark, it also gives us the story saying that both boat had waves crashing in on it so that was filling up and they were in real danger okay Audrey have you got your coat on it's starting to get wet and it's just filling up there's waves crashing everywhere and you're kind of thinking what are we going to do do you think they got the umbrellas out to help them no, I don't think they got the umbrellas. I don't think they could cope when you got waves like that pouring down on them. It was terrifying. Now, the book of Matthew also has an account and it said the boat was being covered in waves. Clearly, this would have been a hair-raising experience for all those who had hair, not Doug. <laughs> now, we need to remember that the disciples were fishermen. Now, these were experienced, tough guys. They had sailed on the lake. They knew their, They knew what the weather was like on the lake and they were just such solid men and brave. And all of a sudden, we're starting to learn that they were terrified. Why? Because they were experiencing the perfect storm. In that storm, they faced total destruction. And there's Jesus. And what's Jesus doing? He's asleep, peacefully asleep. At the bow or at the stern? The stern, that's right. Now, the disciples, they were hanging on for dear life, thinking, are we going to get out of this? I was also expecting them looking back and expecting Jesus to get up and somehow do something. I don't know what they were going to think Jesus was going to do because when Jesus calmed the storm, that really surprised them. So they didn't think Jesus could calm the storm. But they looked back and they're looking at Jesus and they're thinking, why are you asleep? Perhaps they were thinking of waking Jesus so he could be worried as they were. They were all worried. Now, why would they want Jesus to be worried with them? There's this thing about misery Misery gathers comfort if you're all miserable together. And they were probably thinking, if we're all miserable together, we can get some comfort amongst each other. Wow, Jesus was just asleep. Now we go to verse 24. And they went and woke him, saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. And he awoke, and he rebuked the wind and the raging wave, and they ceased. And there was a beautiful calm. Finally, the disciples couldn't take it any longer. One of the disciples, we are told, went to the rear to wake up Jesus Now, we've been studying Peter in a children's church and we've been hearing how Peter just keeps stepping into and doing all sorts of things. And I just got a feeling it might have been Peter. We're not told, but I've just got a feeling it was Peter that went back to wake up Jesus. So just imagine this scene. We have the boat being tossed with the waves to inside. We've got waves crashing in on the boat, filling up. And there we have Jesus sleeping peacefully. To the disciples, this would have seemed bizarre. Now the disciples were thinking, We're gonna die here. This is terrible. We're not gonna get out of this. The book of Mark actually accounts and adds a little bit of extra, and it says, The disciples were quoted and asking, Do you not care that we are perishing? Now, by that comment. It is clear the disciples were bothered that Jesus wasn't even interested in them. Don't you care that we're perishing here? So, what did Jesus do when he woke up? He rebuked the wind and the waves, and there was this beautiful calm. Verse 25 He said to them, (laughs) Where is your faith? And they were afraid, and they were marvelled, saying to one another, Who then is this that commands the winds and the waters? And they obey him. So aroused from Jesus' sleep, did Jesus go and get a bucket like the rest of them, getting the water and just tossing it out? (laughs) Sorry, Doug. Did Did he do that? Or... Did Jesus go up to the disciples and saying, I'm worried too as far as what are we going to do? No, Jesus had total control. He rebuked the wind, he rebuked the waves, and there was this beautiful calm. The disciples are then left asking a very deep question. Who is this man? Okay, this is a very deep question. Who is this man? He commands the winds and the waters and they obey him. Who is this Jesus? Now here comes the spiritual lessons for us that we're teaching today. Jesus says, where is your faith? The book of Mark expands on this by saying, why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? That's what Jesus said to disciples. Now, the question is, what faith are we talking about here? What's Jesus talking about? Does Jesus mean that they should have had enough faith that Jesus had the power to calm the seas and the winds and the ocean and everything? Well, maybe. Or did they think, did, did they mean by when Jesus said what faith, that he, they, he, they should have had enough faith that Jesus could save them? Well maybe that too but I've just got a feeling by researching this I think what Jesus is teaching us here is they didn't have enough faith in Jesus's word okay they didn't have enough faith in Jesus's word now the obvious question here now is what word let's go back to verse 22 Jesus said, let us go across to the other side of the lake. Jesus knew they would get to the other side. Had they had enough faith to know that Jesus' word would come true, that they would get across to the other side, they would have realised they were going to get there. What did the storm mean? It meant, yes, it had slowed them down. Yes, it had added burden onto them. Yes, it certainly gave them a great deal of inconvenience. But Jesus tells them off for their lack of faith in his word. Jesus knew when he hopped in the boat that what was going to happen. He knew the storm was going to happen. Jesus was testing the disciples' faith in teaching them a very important lesson about trusting in his word. Now, how did the disciples go from one to ten, where ten's fantastic and one's not too good? They didn't do too well, did they? The disciples, it was a pretty low number, the disciples actually failed miserably. Had they believed in Jesus' word and the power of God, they wouldn't have to suffer in fear and panic. This is the powerful lesson for us. Today I've actually got two lessons. One for the children and one for the adult through this story. First for the children. How big is your God? If everyone turned around you would see them reaching across. That's how big our God is. Well I'm telling you that God is that big and so much bigger. When I was a child... I thought, wow, what an awesome God it would be if if God could lift up those silos. To me, that was the extreme of what I could comprehend how big God was. I couldn't grasp how big God was. But today, we are learning that our God is so big that by his very word, that he can calm the seas and calm the The winds and the ocean was still. What Jesus and disciples went through taught us children how big God is. God is so big. We have a mighty God. We have such a big God. And as you children grow into adults, you're going to learn that God is bigger and bigger and bigger, unimaginably. For the adults... One thing is for certain in your lives, either you are approaching a storm, you're in a storm, or you're coming out of a storm. We live in a fallen world and this is just what happens. What Jesus is teaching us today is a simple teaching that the children can comprehend and that is trust in his word children can comprehend that trust in his word he will get you to the other side now why aren't we so peaceful at times when the storms come and often it's because we fear more than we trust let me say that again we fear more than we trust here is the encouragement Even if our faith fails us, as did the disciples, even when we assume the worst and believe we are going to perish, God's plan doesn't change. If his plan is for us to get to the other side, we will get to the other side. When the disciples woke Jesus, they'd given up all hope. They were going to perish. Two Timothy two thirteen says, "If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself." So, what's Jesus saying in that? Even when our faith gets weaker, he always remains faithful to us. So, who is Jesus talking about? By his very words, Jesus can calm the sea and stop the wind. Who is this Jesus? who carries us through the storms of life when we experience them and they just hit us. This is the same Jesus that went to the cross to die for our sins. The first thing about coming to Jesus is recognising with absoluteness in the whole, every ounce of your body is your desperate need for needing a saviour. It's our sin that has separated us fully from God. We are so desperate for a savior and we need to recognize that in our lives that it's only Jesus. What I love about the gospel message is that it is simple enough for the children as it is for the adults. Children, is there any other way to be saved except by Jesus? No adults is there any other way tell the children no it's only through jesus there is no other way it's only through jesus romans 3:23 says for all have sinned and fall short of his glory of god and is justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in christ jesus what does this verse mean it means we have all failed We have all sinned and our sin separates us from God. It's our relationship with with God is given to us as a free gift. How is that free gift given to us? It's through Jesus going to the cross. We could do nothing to be saved. It was all about Jesus. He is the one that commands the waves and the winds. He loves you so much that he died for you to go to the cross. And you know what? He could have gone to the cross and called down a legion of angels to rescue him just by his word, but he didn't. He went to the cross willingly, and that's such an important thing for us to understand. He went to the cross willingly because of you and because of all the children. It doesn't matter who you are today, young or a bit older. Either a person approaching a storm, going through a storm or coming out of a storm. Jesus is the only answer. If you are a child or an adult wanting to know more about Jesus today, Rob is here, I am here, Pastor Todd will be here next week. Talk to any of us to learn more about Jesus. Let us pray. Although, Lord, this is a simple message, let its truth dig deep into our lives, young and old. Help us to continually grow in the knowledge of your depth, no matter how old we are. Lord, I pray for the children of Kids Church that every week they come, that they'll be encouraged to follow and grow in you. I ask the blessing upon the kids' church teachers as they take the time each week to prepare the lessons for the children. We uplift Hannah, who is our coordinator with the kids' church. Lord, we ask a blessing upon her as she leads the team of teachers. Lord, we know we will never comprehend just how big you are. But, Lord, I pray for the children as they grow, that, Lord, they'll see you bigger and bigger each day and to be able to experience the mighty love that you have for us. You are the one that guide us through the storms. You are the light of the world. Forgive us, Lord, when we have little faith, When we are faced with trials, teach us, Lord, to trust more and fear less in the face of storms. Continually guide us in your glory as you get us to the other side. And in all of this, Lord, we just praise you. And it's to your glory. Amen. We trust you have enjoyed our Bible talk from today. If you have any questions or comments from today's talk, please feel free to contact us at info at exchangechurch.org.au. Also, we love to welcome new people to Exchange Church in person, so consider yourself invited to be with us.